0: Hello everyone, and welcome to episode 176 of the Layover Live podcast. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights at SimpleView. On this episode of the Layover Live, J.M. Eberhardt stops by to talk about creating personalized experiences with his app, Stroll. J.M. and I discuss the app, what features it provides, how destinations are using it, what's ahead for Stroll, and more. Hope you enjoy. Each week, the smartest and brightest destination marketers from all over the world talk about the latest trends, happenings, and challenges that affect the travel and tourism industry today. Digital marketing executives, CMOs, and leaders from DMOs of all shapes and sizes share their insights and stories to help you become the best marketer you can be. This is The Layover Live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 176 of The Layover Live. I'm Jason Swick, VP of Strategy and Insights, and welcome to this week's show. And the theme of this week's show is creating a more personalized experience. Now, personalized marketing or one-to-one marketing is when marketers really tailor a message to an individual or cohort of individuals based on their interests and their demographics and their purchase behavior and all sorts of different things. Now, a recent survey showed that 74% of customers feel frustrated when web content is not personalized to their needs. I mean, We all expect a little bit of personalization uh, online everywhere that we go. So providing your audience with relevant and personalized experiences really signals to them that you care about their needs and their interests and that you value their time. Now, it's also a surefire way to stand out from your competitors, build trust uh, as well along the way. And it really motivates travelers to engage with your brand and hopefully eventually take the next steps in their path to purchase. And don't just take my word for it. Uh, A study from instapage.com showed that 88% of US marketers see real measurable results and improvements due to personalization, with more than half of those reporting a lift greater than 10%. Now, one company that is taking personalization to the next level is Stroll. And if you're not familiar with Stroll, it is a digital concierge that delivers real-time personalized experiences directly to app users based on their current location and interest Or even their current mood. And we'll we'll get into that in a second. So today I am joined by Stroll's founder and CEO, J.M. Eberhardt. So J.M., good to see you again, my friend, and welcome to the show.
1: Great to see you, Jason. Great to be here. Thank you for the invitation.
0: Yeah, happy to have you here, man. I know uh, we were talking a little bit in pre-show about not seeing you since uh, e-tourism. We had dinner together, which was wonderful. I didn't get a chance Mm -hmm. to talk too much. Uh, at dinners. We, we were enjoying our food and our company. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but I want to get into a little bit of background yourself because some folks may not know you out there. So want to have a little background on you, GM.
1: Yeah, I'm sure mo- many people, if not most, don't know me. Uh, JM yeah. Everhart, originally from Louisville, Kentucky. Um, we're headquartered in Nashville right now. Uh, like my parents, I'm a serial entrepreneur. So I had my first venture in college. Uh, I was in the wow. music industry and we had a successful exit. Um so, you know, it's sort of like that first time you take a swing at a golf ball and it's strong, it's far and straight, you think you can be Tiger Woods uh, until you get into real world. But uh, <laughs> right. I got into I got into technology in 2011. I'm the founder and creator of the world's first universal schedule. I got barbers. Oh, wow. Um, scaled that across 46 states, six countries. And uh, during that end of that reign, I had the uh, I was presented with an idea. An investor said, "You should put this BTE um, low energy Bluetooth technology into the barber app." And once he showed me that and its capabilities, that's when Stroll was conceived in the brain, and then it sort of went from there. So, yeah, well, let's let, let's get into that, man. So again, it's no no news
0: to you at all. I love your golf analogy, although no matter how many times I personally go out and play golf, I will never be close to Tiger Woods, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> even, even now with him coming back from injury, man. But yeah, but let's yeah. get into let, yeah, let's get into Stroll because. Again, uh, you know, you're a tech guy, you've been around the space for a long time. Let's talk about Stroll, maybe just an overview about, about what it is.
1: Right. So Stroll is a patented location-based, um, location-based marketing platform um, uniquely designed for the travel tourism industry. Uh-huh. And it's designed for what you just said. It's uh, real-time interactions uh, based on your current location, and you're receiving context or content from... Uh, the different merchants that want to engage with you. And it doesn't have to be in proximity. I think that's the one thing that differentiates stroll amongst the marketplace of other mobile applications. They send you proximity marketing, but this is completely geographically uh, based. So if you're in the West side of town, you could get a message uh, based on what's happening around you um, from another part of town, uh, from a merchant that just wants to engage because there might be a large event where you are.
0: Yeah, I love that. So let's, let's dive into that a little bit. Thanks for the overview on, on what it is, because it is, it is a very, very cool app uh, that, that's very useful. So I want to get into to the app and what users can do on the app, right? Because uh, we talked a little bit about some of the capabilities into it. So maybe, sh- maybe share what you can do on the app.
1: Yes. Yeah, so if you pull it up, uh, one thing is that it sort of moves with you. So it's all about ge- ge- geography, your current location. So if you're walking through town, the app is actually gonna move and give you different content based on where you are, but it's also according to your current preferences. So as you alluded to earlier, you can um, stroll according to category or you can stroll according to your current mood. And that's the personalization Mm -hmm. uh, to where people select the current mood or the categories that they're interested in. The way that I sort of describe it is that your categories are sort of like your lifestyle, that you're not gonna change that much but then your mood is what's happening within you or with you at that particular moment. So that overrides the categories and it lasts for about four hours. Um, And then it resets to um, what your current categories are. So you can um, look at what's going on around you or people can engage, merchants can engage with you based on where you are. But then also inside the app, uh, merchants can send you coupons. Uh, You can order your ride share uh, to come and get you from your, destination or take you to a destination. Um, couponing, searching, being searched and discovered by your interests. So it's a slew of different things that you can actually do yeah. with the app.
0: Yeah, I, thought, I think that's, that's fascinating. I love the idea of the moods. I love that you guys have that incorporated. I think that was pretty cool to set up because you do change, right? We don't feel the same way every day. We don't, you know, uh, that'd be great if we did, right? Maybe, or maybe life would be boring. But yeah. but the reason why life is exciting because our moods do change all the time. Sometimes we like certain things over others. Or maybe we're looking for nightlife or maybe we're trying to, we want to experience things like a tourist, which the app provides all those things. So I think it's really cool. So as we then, um, and thanks for sharing that. And I think as we start to now peel back some layers a bit, a bit, I want to talk a little bit about maybe how some destinations are using stroll today. Cause it's not just um, the leisure side of the house for like leisures, but you, you have some ways that even the meeting and convention side can take advantage of, of of this app as well. So let's let's talk about that a little bit. Our destination yeah. is. Easy.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll just go with our flagship. Uh, you know, yep. where we are at home is Nashville, uh, excuse me, National Convention of Visitors Corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the summer, they used it for the 4th of July, which was attracting approximately 400,000 people. And they used Troll to direct people all over the city to, Uh, the different events and the different, um, you know, breakouts or what have you, the different festivities that were going on in Nashville. So they had signage around to say, hey, download Stroll. And then based on where you are or where you were, you could pull up the app and then it would show you uh, they had priority listing. So it would come up top and say, hey, you need to be here at six o'clock for the fireworks or something like that. They did the same thing for New Year's Eve. Um, But the great thing about Stroll in our opinion is that it allows destinations to brand um, the city. A lot of times you have these different um, tourism, local city apps, but we actually embed the uh, logo of the local convention and visitors bureau in the app. And then uh, we give discounts um, to the members of the convention and visitors bureaus. So we work in partnership and they can do that with um, conventions, uh, we give opportunities for a profit share. We give opportunities for them to sponsor, uh, garner sponsorships through the app. And uh, they upload content that's either images or video. We all know that video has better engagement. So mm-hmm. uh, Stroll empowers people, merchants, convention and visitors bureaus to really be creative and engage um, their target demographic in a way that they know that they can engage them. Yeah, no, no, I love that. And that's a great example
0: using, uh, you know, Nashville and some of the things you guys did around July Fourth, probably one of the biggest traffic days for most DMOs out there. So, so making sure that you're getting your content and promoting your partners out to people who are, are looking for the content that you have to offer. I think is important. And that's a great example. Right. Um, and, and one thing I want you to talk about a little bit too, is like the backing, because I know you mentioned that it's really nice for DMOs because of some of the reporting dashboards you have that show the performance and some of that, right?
1: Right. So um, we have a very, it's a pretty basic dashboard, but it gives you real time analytics on clicks, views, redemptions. Um, for example, Nashville has all of their deals and discounts uploaded into Stroll in the back end. So when different uh, tourists go around at different vendors or merchants, they can redeem coupons there. Um, but one of the things that we didn't do is that we didn't follow everybody else with uh, getting sort of creepy <laughs> with data uh, and privacy. So we stayed very basic and we did that early on because we wanted to learn from the market. But as it turns out that that was a really smart and cost-effective move because of what Apple's done. And we can see from, uh, what happened with Facebook earlier this week, uh, they took a hard hit just because their, um, projections for advertising because they had to dial back on some of the data they were receiving, yeah. um, based on Apple's moves. So, we're not infringing on any of that privacy. We're not infringing on any of that. You're really getting some good basic data. So Yeah, yeah, I love that. That was going to be my next question to you because you talked about the, the, the creepiness
0: factor, right? Which privacy is front and center for many destination marketers as well as just consumers in general. And so right. um, it's something to be, to be mindful of. But to your point, um, you're not having to worry about that with the platform, right? That doesn't really affect you guys because uh, you ask for permission up front, you get the permission up front and inherently for the app to work. You you know it's using that
1: location data right so
0: so to your point iOS hasn't really affected you guys much at all then
1: no we wanted to create an experience yeah and it's a utility so we wanted to make something that was convenient for people to use something that was convenient for merchants to upload content so they could engage their target demographic um, but the day that we actually completed the the platform our engineer said guys we have a problem I see everything around us with a Bluetooth signal and we like. Yeah, let's dial that back. We don't want to deal with any of that red tape or any of that those legalities. So it really is to, uh, and then, you know, I don't like when things pop up that I've been searching before and then I'm in another app and it pops up and makes yeah. me feel like Big Brothers watches. So we were very good stewards in the beginning, at the very beginning, to make sure that we wanted to put uh, people's minds at ease. And then also companies, because they don't want to deal with some of the legalities if they felt like they were being attached to that as well. No, no, I love that. And that's a, that's a great example. And thank
0: you for being so transparent because it's one of those things where it's like, wow, we could collect some of this. But I think again, being privacy first and um, and, and it's an integrity issue too, right? And I think you guys being like, hey, listen, just grabbing the data that is that is useful and need. I think most people nowadays expect some of that. It's like, hey, like I understand that I need to give some information to get some information back. It's when, Mar- it's when platforms or others out there like Facebook has from time to time has overstepped those bounds and gone above and beyond right. that and grab things that they don't need or if there's certain apps that like why is this gaming app need my location or or need right, to know what right, i'm doing right. and moving about that's when people get really really worried so very right, cool right. there it's a great way as you mentioned also to be able to connect then travelers or people for looking for things to do uh with those businesses in the local so it's really something cool for a destination to be able to do especially as we've been more focused uh, on, on connecting with our local audiences probably more so than we ever have before so okay. let me ask you next what what's ahead you know what's ahead for stroll i know we talked a little bit about your vibe guide a little bit but talk what well, you know what maybe and maybe even get into that a little bit what you know what's what's coming up ahead for you guys
1: right vibe guide is a uh it's actually a uh, tv show um oh, well. that's sort of Guys, it came about during COVID. Uh, some social media influencers contacted us about starting a show around the app and they've gone to different destinations and filmed to where you could see how to use the app and make it applicable. But it's sort of like a, you know, it's a, a marketing tool to engage, yeah. but we also offer it to different destinations for the crew and the cast to come and shoot there. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we do is we partner with different destinations. It's not just you're buying technology. We really want to make this uh, a partnering or a community type of um, arrangement. Um, what's coming up next, other than Vibe Guy going to different destinations is we will be implementing the ability for um, people to make contactless payments through the app with different merchants that they go to see. Uh, so that code is done, we just got to get it embedded. Uh, and then we're just gonna continue to listen and try to scale across the nation. We have content in the top 100 cities throughout the nation. So we wanna be able to uh, provide individuals the experience and we wanna partner with those destinations that represent those markets so that uh, one, the destinations can take advantage of what's going on because of COVID. Uh, We offer a revenue share for the partnership. So that was something that was um, born out of the situation with COVID. And then also just uh, helping um, some of these local merchants to get back out there they need cost effective ways to engage with people and um, stroll is one of those solutions and it's pretty innovative so we're just looking to spread the word and get out there and engage with more people right now
0: yeah l- love that man yeah useful for the person using the app useful for the business to, in connecting those two together that's excellent so let me ask you just one last question before we go jm is you know any advice you know in the show we like to ask folks, what advice they give for all the guests that we have on for maybe uh, those folks out there. So maybe maybe some advice, maybe regarding best practices when using Stroll or how they maybe could take full advantage uh, of the app. Do you have any advice that you'd like to share? Uh, as far as advice,
1: um, the tutorial works, so follow that. <laughs> Other than that. We feel like it's pretty intuitive. Just, just play with it, try to break it. If it doesn't uh, do what you think it should, send us an email. We're very open. We um, actually... Learned how to do the redemption, um, coupon redemption deal through uh, one of our early beta testers, which was a a honky tonk on lower Broadway in Nashville. So we're very open and receptive to feedback. So if something's going on, just reach out, let us know, and we'll keep you posted. I love that that great advice, right? And be able to connect
0: with the app. And again, with the use of, of it being a useful utility, you have to get in there and do that. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you, Jim, for coming on the show and sharing a little bit more about Stroll. I appreciate it.
1: Oh, man, thanks for having me. It's always great to see you guys.
0: Thank you, JM. And thanks for tuning in each and every week. If you're not subscribed, please do so now. We're also available on Spotify and iTunes if you want to consume us through audio podcasts. So thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll see you next time. and Have a great day.